Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great show for you today. we got Kurt Ella. He's done some great things out there within the acting um, industry. And he's also on a new show called Side Hustle, which we will talk about that, which is one of my son's new favorite um, shows now, which is pretty cool. But anyway, right. we're going to talk a little bit about his story and hear and talk about how he got in, uh, acting on it and see where it goes. So, Kurt, are you here? I am. Thank you so much for uh... – for contacting me, it was, it's, a, it's, a, it's always a gift to talk to anyone, <laughs> <laughs> especially in this day and time. Uh. Oh my gosh, right? Mm. <laughs> so, so true. Now I always like to start the show out the same way this year. Um, as you know, it's been a crazy year, and hopefully next year I won't have to start out this way. But for, for now, we will. <laughs> so, how has COVID affected you, and what do you what have you done to maneuver through that? Well, I mean, obviously it has been, um, it's been a game changer in, in so many avenues. And, um, uh, I, it's funny. I mean, there are just different, very, there's different places that things haven't changed at all. Like, or I saw yeah. things changing, you know, years ago, like in the auditioning realm, like I saw mm-hmm. that things were going to be moving to like, home tape for first reads, second reads, third reads, you know, even some producer stuff. Like they still kind of wanted you in the room to kind of get a feel. That's still, I don't think it was ever, yeah. but I could sense that. So it was kind of like a couple of years ago, I kind of was like, well, this is kind of where it's going in that realm. And then, um, you know, personally, my wife's a nurse out here. So we just, you know, like we've been right on the front line since day one. And it's been like, and I have a, I have a five-year-old. And so it's just been kind of like, I mean, it just immediately, for me, it immediately this 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 shutdown put things into pretty pretty large perspective for myself, <laughs> which is which is you know I don't know I think it's sort of important in this in I think it, I think in the entertainment industry at least from where I stand, you yeah. know you can you can you can go many many years and not really kind of step back and go you kind of get in the in the hustle you kind of. I have many friends of mine who maybe, I don't want to say bitter, but become bitter. And it's really easy to, you, you can, yeah. you can do amazing stuff and things don't, things don't pan out, you know, to a certain yeah. extent. And that, that just like every story you probably ever heard, but that can become really, really frustrating. So during COVID, it, it was a nice time for me to kind of step back. And I was so fortunate because of this gig, I knew <laughs> that whenever things got lifted that I was going back to work, however long that right. was, I'm mean, a little nervous about yeah. when that was going to happen. But so many of my friends, I mean, I have a ton of friends that, that, you know, don't have that luxury. So I felt really lucky in that regard. Um, and so that's kind of what, it, you know, like I said, COVID really, and the one nice thing I, I, I don't want to toot the show too much, but yeah. I was at the point to a certain extent saying, you know, you just priorities. I mean, the new dad priorities change a little bit. You go, ah, yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, <laughs> and uh, with COVID, my family's all on the East Coast, and they it was the first time they couldn't come see my son, and that was all that was a thing. So it's just kind of. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, when I go back to the show, I want to, you know, if, if things feel a little different than they did before, then you know, maybe we can sit down and have a talk about what's up. Yeah. And and of course within one week, literally, and I'm not even make I'm not making this up because you called and are talking to me. It was within one week I went home and I was like, this is the, this is incredibly fun. I, you know, when it, it's like anything with acting. With yeah. acting, it's like for me, whenever the the work for me always has been and always will be trying to get the gig. When you get the gig yeah. and are on set, 
it, to me, it's always play. It's all, you've done all the work up to then, and then it's just play, you know, and that's how it's mm-hmm. done. So I don't know if that answers your question specifically, yeah. but that really kind of was yeah. what COVID has been like for, for our family. That's just like for us, you know, we started this show January 3rd. And to be honest, our original plan was a hundred interviews. And we and I thought, you know, if we did a hundred interviews our first year, we'd, you know, I don't know too many hosts that can say they've done a hundred interviews first year. And then COVID happened. Right. And, and, and I'm like, and I'm, and, and cause we started the show with mostly music because that's where all my contacts are in Nashville mostly. <laughs> so we started it mostly okay. music and we eventually expanded out. But when COVID happened, I told Sandy, you know, this is our year to shine. You know, artists and other people around that arena, all the entertainment industry, they're going to need a place to talk, a place to rant or whatever. And we're going to give that to them. And because of that, you are our number 296 interview. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. <clears throat> well, thanks. It's been a lot of work. A lot of fun, too, because I enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> yeah, it's been definitely been crazy. So um, when did you know that you wanted to act? Well, I – that's a two-part question. I knew I wanted to act when I was super young because because there's a, there's a difference between wanting to act and then wanting to mm-hmm. pursue it as a business, at least for me. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to act like when I, I did a play in high school. I think one of the last plays I did in high school, and I just like, ah, this is awesome. And and I had a brother who um, had gone off to college, small college, and kind of did plays and stuff. And I was like, I just I'm like every other younger sibling wants to do what their older brothers did so I was like well I said I'll go do what my brother did <laughs> so like, yeah. that's kind of what I did and then when I was in college and towards the end of my college that was when I and I went to a small college in, in, in Maine that's where I'm from and I, and I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do now and I was really concerned about my backup plan and I had a professor there who had actually been to LA a bunch I didn't want to come to a city had no desire <clears throat> small town guy <laughs> scared of the city and uh, he goes I think you'd do really well in LA and I said uh, well that sounds crazy and he said no 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 I think you will he goes why are you worried about your what your minor's going to be or your second double major he said, just focus on it and so then that's what uh, you know then I kind of came out here and just knew no one and did nothing I mean, and you know and, and you know, just like every other person. So then it was like when I, I, it took me about five years out of here to get mm-hmm. my feet kind of in my head on to where I was like, okay, you know, how do I approach the business side, which was like a whole, which I was then telling myself, I wish I had just taken a bunch of business classes in, in college <laughs> so that I would have a better idea on how to like, you know, work that. But I kind of figured it out as, as you know, I was on. So then, yeah, it was about five years out of here and, and I was doing this and that was when I, and and it was too like I just remember every time I've ever had that feeling that I think every artist who I believe is a real artist with music or whatever, especially when they're pursuing it professionally, where they're like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And then you yeah. get when I, I would get a gig and I would show up and just like I said to you before, you it never felt it, it just felt like play. Yeah, you just it just comes in like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. And then just kind of come into grips with this is what I do. You know, like this is kind of who I am. This is what who I, I am. do. This is, you know, yeah. I mean, that's that's um, this is what I mean. I, I could be lying to you and say this. There are many times as an actor, sometimes, especially when you're out here working uh, mm-hmm. and, and the daily grind of just trying to get gigs. Where I know for myself, I think to myself, 
what, what am I, what am I contributing? You know what I mean? Really like, yeah. contributing to the, like I got all my friends that are doctors and my wife's a nerd and I'm going, what am I? And, and then, and, 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 you know, then I would get on a gig and, and I don't want this cheer. I don't care about that. But then I would see, you know, like people laugh. I'm like, Oh, well I make people laugh or whatever. And that brings mm-hmm. levity to us. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. at least gives me a little, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I, I wish that, you know, and, and, and the money obviously always helps, but to be able to make money to keep my family, you know, get to help mm-hmm. us as a family and, and to bring a little levity. But that was, and that's always been something that's, um, you know, I think as an artist, yeah. um, we always I, fluctuate back and forth from. And I totally get where you're coming from that. In fact, um, as you know, a lot of people, they, they see the glory of a Brad Pitt or the glory of Angelina and glory of all the other stars. And, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get to their levels, but to get to any levels to be a career mm-hmm. within the acting world or mm-hmm. entertainment world in general. And I always want to talk about that side of it because nobody else talks about that. And I think it's the most important thing. And I, and I know you hit a little piece of that, and I was so glad you went there a little bit. But let's talk about the sacrifice side a little bit um, because I think it's so important for people to understand um, as a actor, that you have to sacrifice your life, basically. I mean, you have to be all in. There is, you know, if you have a plan B, the day will come when plan B becomes plan A because it, it's just a different type of career. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny you mentioned that too because that's like I, I'm not 20. When I don't know, I think like when I'm when you're in your 20s, it's like anything can happen. And then if it doesn't happen, at a certain point, you start to go like, well, what what am I going to do when I'm 25? Then you get 25, and like, well, what am I doing when I'm 30? And then you get 30, and like, well, what am I doing? Whatever you imagine. And I have a bunch of really well-established working actor friends out here who it does when you. I feel like when you come to grips with the fact that at every single level there is going to be whatever's if if you are really an artist of any merit even if you know whatever and you're getting paid for it at every single level you're gonna have those thoughts of like uh, of like yeah. you know uh, this is too much i should be doing yeah. something else my you know my friends are lawyers my friends are this what am i giving kind of what i just described but that that grind is like man i i it's so i i was really really fortunate to get involved with a group of actors who kind of talked about that at the beginning because I was a I was at every level you're told you don't you're told you when I moved out here and I was 21 I think they were like yeah you're mm-hmm. you know oh you're 21 and you're you know and you don't have any credits or you don't have anything yeah. you know you're never going to make it it's like well, oh, oh okay and yeah. and you don't I mean there's it's hard to you know I mean there's different mm-hmm. it, it that that day-to-day grind is and and I think probably twofold the hardest thing I believe is when when you get started, second like anything, like it, it is to is to allot a certain amount of business hours, whatever that mm-hmm. means for you. Whether that's yeah. I'm talking about strict business, like who's doing what, who produces what, who directs what. The no, because there's so many, just to get an idea. And then there's the artistic side, which is how am I going to continue on my own with no one watching, work on whatever it is I'm going to work on. And whether yeah. I'm going to learn how to make my own movie, and and but that in itself add in, oh I got to pay my bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I uh, know exactly you know, what you, you mean. Think, yeah, I mean that that's um that 
it's fine at the beginning. It's kind of, I don't know, there's, I don't know, at least in the unknown. And then I've had plenty of things that I thought were going to be game changers that mm-hmm. did not turn out to be game changers. <laughs> yeah. And what I mean, <laughs> and, 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 and in the last three or four years, to be honest, it's just that acceptance of like, mm-hmm. okay, that's what it is. Uh, this is what I do. If I need to do something else for a minute to, 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 to uh, uh, help out fiscally, then I'll do that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but for now, I don't, you know, and, and I, I do believe there is kind of a letting go of that stuff and kind of jumping into the net and trying to figure it out and just trying to, you know, <laughs> make whatever you can from, but, but it's, um, that's grind. And, and again, living in Los Angeles, as I'm sure Nashville, I'm sure any city, right? Uh, but here mm-hmm. specifically, like I'm, a, I'm right now, I'm, I'm, I'm on the lot. I'm in Paramount. I could drive out mm-hmm. the door here and go down the street and see nine billboards of four different versions of me, guys that I've auditioned with, and I'm going, yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> and yet I would go <laughs> here, but that's because you're just faced with it all day long. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's kind of it's in your face, and and there's no. There's just no real – outside of the hard work that you do yourself. That's why I had a teacher once that really helped me learn how to work as an actor on my own. Like if I'm a musician, mm-hmm. I can sit at home and play my guitar. If I'm an artist, I can sit at home and paint. And a lot of people, and myself included for a long time, I think find it really challenging to do whatever work and, 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 and it, uh, as an actor. What am I going to Besides doing a monologue or something. So I yeah. found a way to work at home. And by myself, which was just so awesome because then I could make sure that I had that kind of covered. And then when I went off and shot my own thing or if I was producing something or writing something, but I still knew how to do that. That way when I'm on set and I'm sitting in my trailer here for four hours, I know what to do, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that, but that muscle is a very hard muscle as an actor, I believe, to continue to do. It's kind of like wow. you, you just think you wait until it's going to happen and then all of a sudden it happens and you go – yeah, I don't know how to remember lines. I don't know how to have any yeah. intention of what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. Um, and yeah. we get exactly where you're coming from because, you know, I'm 49 years old. We just, I just turned 49. And we just launched a show January. So I, we launched this show um, at, at 40, when I was 48 years old. The show makes no money right now. We hope it does one day. But we put 40-plus hours a week into this show. And so we're like all in, you know, we are like, you know, we do side gigs and all that to keep us afloat while we build the show and build the brand. So we're sitting here like we we're chasing the same type of dreams that actors and artists are chasing, but just different platform because we want to be the Bobby Mm. Bones, the Ty Bentley's, the Ryan Seacrest out there eventually. That's the ultimate goal (laughs) for what we do. And it's like, um, but again, it's one of them things where, like you said, Almost every day, I'm like, oh, this thing. You know, you, you watch people grow and and this, and you're like, oh God, you know, they're making it. Why ain't I making it? Why, you know? Now, granted, we've got bigger guests than most people get for their first year, which has been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but um, so we're we're ahead of what most people would do. But it, sometimes it's like uh, frustrating. It's like, is it ever going to work? Is it ever going to do this? Is it ever going to be that? So I yeah, I get where you're coming from. On that, you question everything, especially since I'm married. We've got two kids, an eight-year-old, which you'll hear from later because he always asks one question to each guest. But um, but we got an eight-year-old and a and a twenty-month-old little daughter. So it's like, whew, oh, you know. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah, and then you add in, I mean, what you, what you just said made, just made me think is, like, I'm old enough to remember social media kind of coming into the fold. So you add in that whole aspect of, <laughs> of, of going on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and seeing, you know, you really only see, like, the victories. So as you're sitting alone going, man, I don't know who <laughs> this one, you go, Joey Joe got a, what? Oh, that's awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just feeds it. It's, it's, it's like you need to do that. I, I, have, to, I have to kind of, like, steer clear of certain of that or, or just filter it to myself But when I'm yeah. in that state. But, but yeah, that's and, – and then, you know, then I also think settling in and just trusting. There's a, there's a little bit of trust that has mm. to happen after a certain amount of time um, and trust that if, you know, if someday I woke up and I was like, yeah, I don't do – or if I got to set and I was like, nah, nah, and then I just trust that we just, we just move on. And there's, there's not this yeah. precious – thing but exactly. i do love it and i do feel like it is you know it is a my wife is i love her so much she's such an amazing person and she always right. tells me you know it's a calling you know yep and I it say, is. Yeah, 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 okay um, thank you <laughs> and it's really cool when you hear people talk about their wife like that because we're sandy and i were like that we're a tina she's with our 20 month old right now i think she's listening so you know right now um, but she's usually on two on the calls. But uh, you know, we, we we were even talking about this um, on our earlier interview where we had Joshua from Blues Clues on. Um, okay. So was, you know, and he's married and all that. And, and we, it's funny, me and him was talking about how the wife is our backbone and all that. So I'm singly with you. For sure, absolutely. And I'm so lucky. My wife kind of was in the industry. She she was out here trying to do certain things. Oh, wow. and she had a second career. She was like, I'm done. Second career surge. So, she, so I'm so lucky that I have someone who just gets, gets what it's like as an actor, the headspace, the things, the pitfalls, mm-hmm. the where, where I might go. And also is, uh, you know, like when we had our son, I think that's also the other thing that changed for me is that I, I was able to be, my wife started her nursing career at went nine mm-hmm. months in and she went off to work and I stayed home with my son. And I was like, Oh wow! Whoa! I mean, and to, to, that was so. It's such an amazing, hard <laughs> moment <laughs> for me because I was like, "How am I gonna do?" Literally, like three or four days a week, I'm a single dad. I'm going, "How am I gonna do this? I don't even know how to do this. I gotta learn," you know. So that definitely helped put perspective and rounded it, which is at the time I didn't think it was, but it became a real big gift for me because I. Mm always considered myself a career oriented person. If I don't, whatever succeed means to myself today, if I don't succeed at said point in career, then I'm nothing. And so this having my son and realizing like, Oh, Kurt, come on. That's the foolish thing to be. And realizing like all that, it just, it just kind of softened all those edges. I like that as a drive because I'm always driving Mm. to continue to work, but I need a little softening on those edges because the downs can tend to be like really hard down. Like if I stay in that mode, man, I, I, I don't get the audition or I don't get the gig, which it, which we all know I'm fine. Great. You know, there's eight guys. It's literally roses or carnations. I know that, but it doesn't mean that I don't go home and go, Oh, and if I'm not softened and I don't have something else like that, man, this, that mm. has definitely changed my whole kind of approach. I wow. mean, really to, 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 to this, just the, the ins and outs and ebbs and flows of, of Hollywood. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause my wife so. and I, we work from home. So we've always been full-time parents and work together yep. and all that. So I get where you're coming from. Cause again, you know, I got to see little Chris's first of everything. I can't imagine 
not seeing that. And then, of course, Caitlin, she's 20 months old, so we're getting to see her first of everything. And I, Now, granted, even though we work from home, we still got to do work, and we do do work. Right. But, you know, it's a balancing act, you know. But from home, it's a little different than, than if you had an office because at least you, you're there, right there. You know, when you can you can still go talk, you can still do, you know, there's still things you can do that you can't do if you were apart. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> what are your kids' names so, again? Um, Lil Chris, Christopher. He likes to be called Christopher, but we call him Lil Chris. And our 20-month-old is Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, that's awesome. Christopher and Caitlin. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> so now that we talked about a little bit about the sacrifice side and the struggle side, I think we hit it pretty hard, which I'm glad. Cause I, again, I think it's nobody talks about that side of it, and I always want to talk about that side of it. Let's talk about the side everybody sees, the glory side. So t- tell us a few moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that. And let's start with side hustle. Sure. Um, How did well, that come about? It, it came about just kind of like any normal thing. Uh, you know, got, got, a, got a few auditions. And to be honest, I was a little taken aback at first because I, it was in January, it might have been December of last year. I can't remember specifically, but you know, you got to go in and, and and I I had done a few I had done a few shows for Disney and so I kind of I kind of get the tones usually of of this kind of genre it's it's mm-hmm. I think it's um it's not what sometimes people I think as far as where I'm standing sometimes actors kind of just do either too big or too real yeah. it's, it's a weird it's a little different than a than a regular traditional mm-hmm. multicam but it isn't it's and kids are super smart I think so you kind of have to just it's like an elevated realness plus bring yourself. So I, I, that's, that's, that's kind of, I always play, I always go in and always, I, I just, I've really kind of come into the own of, of just trying to be as honest and, and bring, bring myself as much to, to the role, which in this role, it's funny. I don't have to really stretch too much for this role of Alan. It's like, my wife is going like, are they, are they like, do they really know who you are? I was like, yes, yes, they really know who I am. Um, like, the really fun side. And, and so, you know, had a couple rounds of auditions for that. You know, at each level, it kind of goes up and up and up. And then, um, and I remember the last round was, um, was like, you know, they start pairing us up. So there was uh, the other dad who ended up being Daryl, who's phenomenal, Daryl. So the, they had the two dads, and they were just kind of pairing us up in and out. And, you know, it's always nerve-wracking. I came out – I, I was the one dad that kept going in. And luckily, when I met Mitchell, I was like, oh – because I went outside, and I was like, he really looks like me. I was like, I got a real good shot. <laughs> I was like, this is great. And then uh, – and I was like, but he could – I don't know what the mom looks like. I didn't, you know, I didn't know if we were going to have a mom or anything. So then we went in and did that, and, and casting came out a couple times and gave me some more specific notes and – and and Dave was always Dave the, the creator was always in the room and he was really great and you know they were just mm-hmm. really great but then there was a long wait which always sucks I mean oh, wow. really it always ends up being like man not a lot but longer and enough and they would keep calling and saying Catherine would keep calling and saying we're still in the mix and I was going oh gosh I've been <laughs> many a time and to be honest I was like well I think I've got as good a shot as anyone but uh-huh. you know. You have to, I have to learn how to, I've learned just go and just release. You just go, you know, I still was like, well, sometimes when I really think I got it, I'm like, no, I don't. I, I, in this one, I was like, well, I thought I did, but 
you know what? They, you know, I saw a couple guys who I know have worked a ton that were I was auditioning with. I was like, hey, they probably. And then they called us, and, and then when they called us, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then we, you know, and we started, and literally March 13th was the first day we did a table read. I remember it so specifically because it was mm-hmm. raining in Los Angeles, which didn't happen. And we came yeah. on, and we got about halfway through, and that's when the producers came on and were like, well, guys, we're uh, we're shutting down, but it'll only be for a couple weeks, and uh, oh, and and it was like, and then all of a sudden, you know, it was a long wait, but but they had, you know, they they, they were so, it was uh, it was it was it was great because I they had already, you know, everyone out here always tells everyone they're great, but they there was like some sincerity from everybody here, which was really yeah. nice, you know. I, so I've how do you get along with the coasters? Oh my gosh, the girls are fantastic. Although they didn't tell me. They the, the uh, uh, they did not tell me. They waited till like I think episode two or three, and mm-hmm. so um, Jaden was like, "How did you? How many auditions did you have to do?" And me and Isaiah were sitting there, and I was like, "Well, I don't know. I had like five. I don't know, five or six. And Isaiah was like, "Yeah, I like five or six. And they were like, "Huh?" And I said, "Well, how many did you have to do?" And they were like, "None." And I was like, "What do you mean none?" <laughs> <laughs> the sixteen-year-old girl was like talking about none. And they were like, oh, and then they told me how the show kind of evolved. It was like kind of – and then I was like, oh, I get it now. But the – oh, my gosh. Isaiah is – he is – he makes me laugh. I don't laugh. <laughs> I, honest to God, do not laugh out loud a lot. Like uh-huh. I'm, I have a weird sense <laughs> of humor. But that dude, that guy and, and is so funny. And um, uh, Jacques, who – oh, Jacques, when he, I first – And he's coming on next the week. Table read, Yes. Oh, you got Josh. Oh my God. You tell him I said, yeah, we got, yeah. Josh he is Chabelle. absolutely without a doubt. So doggone funny. He yeah. at the table read, he would say daddy. And I literally, I was just like, <laughs> I would lose it. I was like, this guy to the point where I was going, I don't think I'm going to be as funny. I literally start going into competition with, I was like, I'm not going to be as funny as this guy. I'm going to just quit now. <laughs> um, but the girls are so everybody, you know, it feels a little strange sometimes. That's why I always, whenever Daryl's not here, I luckily have a couple mm-hmm. guys, but I'm always like the old guy. I'm really the old guy on set. So I'm like trying to be cool with the kids, being like, hey, you know. Um, and Mitchell's awesome too. Mitchell is, uh, he's really, really talented, and he's really smart. Like they all make me look bad because I tell everybody, yeah. I tell everyone, they got like nine thousand pages that they have to do. Maybe they, they make me, you like, look good. Four. Well, no, no, no. They, they, well, they, they do. But so <laughs> I always tell the creators, I go, don't give me too many words, guys, because the 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 sixteen year olds can remember all these words. I don't remember any words. There's no reason to give me a lot of words. Let me do some dancing, horrible dancing, <laughs> do some singing. <laughs> Outside of that, there's no need to give me too many words. <laughs> that was joke. But yeah, I'm in awe of them. To be honest, I'm in awe. These, I never am wow. not in awe, and these guys are no exception because I let leave set. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, you know, I'm going to do some work. I'll work on stuff. These kids leave set. Most of them uh, are, are mm-hmm. going to school. And I'm always in awe of that. Like, you wow. go to school, and then you come to set, and, you know. But then I say I, I do go home and take care of a child. So I do give myself a little time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the actor, artist, and all that, but they don't see the team. And in my opinion, the team behind the they don't person. See the, I'm sorry, they don't see the what? They, 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 they don't, they don't see the team, be, the team behind the person um, that makes gotcha. them. And in my opinion, the team never gets no love. So on our show, I always want to make sure the team gets the love they deserve. So 
you feel to take a couple minutes just to tell us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are. Well, I would not be here without Lana Cohen at all and John Taub. They, without question, are, I mean, I, story, it's way too long of a story to go into on how Lana and <laughs> how I started working with Lana, but I have never, I, I, it's, look, I've had a lot of different managers out here. Not a lot, but I've had a few, and I, and I it is, um, it mm-hmm. is, it's hard to get them, and it's hard to get, it's impossible to get good, I mean, there's a lot of them, but there's no laws, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's just no laws, I mean, just, and, and, and if from, if I was sitting in their shoes, I get it, oh my gosh, if you're going to spend the time and energy, and I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I, and and you get a percentage, the tiny percentage you get, and it's hard, and you got to believe. And I mean, I yeah, she's walked me through the first time I got my first series regular. She's walked me through all that. I mean, like they really have become family in a good way. Not and and yeah. like she's just she's just a bulldog. And um, Brandy, my agent, is like mm-hmm. the best. She's the best. They they they. <laughs> I just feel taken care of. I, I look, I was a guy who couldn't get repped. I couldn't, I, I started my own. I, I would call, I, I've created my own fake age, my fake management company. I would call and pitch myself. Hey, this mm-hmm. is Tom from TKA management. I would do that. I would, I would yeah. totally, I would try to get appointments for myself before I had anything and, and got some and I uh, learned all about that. And, and I just, uh, yeah, I mean, and I have a, you know, I do a lot of commercials at times too. And Matt has, Matt Taylor is my commercial agent, and he is without question. Yeah. Like we we are, it's just it's so nice to, to be like, you know what? I have people that work their butts off. They've given me so I call them when 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 it's when it's when it's been a year and things are just not going well, you know. And I go, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always open with them. I I, I get it, you know. I, you know, and, and they're always always like we're not worried. They always tell me that I'm, they're like we're really not worried about you. And I don't know, I think, I think having someone say that and believe them, because see, that's the first yeah. step, right? Like you, you gotta, you gotta have someone say it, but everybody says, everybody says something along those lines. And then next week they're like, yeah, we're, we're letting you go. We, we aren't going to rep you anymore. You know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> yeah. so it's almost more than that. It's like a, it's like a, you know, it's, it's a, a, and we've been doing it long enough. And man, I just, I, yeah, for, I feel so taken care of. Like there's never yeah. a moment where I'm not feeling taken care of. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I stumbled. It's, I feel very grateful. So I appreciate that. That's great. I'm so glad you asked me that. Cause it's a, that's a, that's a good thing. I always like to say. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, we kind of got a third team member ourselves, our little eight year old, um, little Chris, we're going to get him on San- Sandy's going to get him on real oh, quick good. to ask his question. Okay. Um, and our 20 month old daughter, when she gets older, we'll be plugging her in the show too. <laughs> good. Good. That's great. In, in fact, like when we do the video ones, every now and then, like the one earlier, we, it was video, and Caitlin made an appearance at the beginning. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. That's great. And it's cool that we can reach out with this show, reach out to people that our eight-year-old loves and says, you know what, I'd like to get them on the show, and then we can, and then we can see if we can get them on the show. <laughs> I uh, wish I'd have had that option when I was little. <laughs> right? Oh, great. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Christopher here. He's ready with his question. Let me put him on. Great. Hi, Chris. 
Hi. Say again. Hi, Kurt. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Doing good. What's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Yes. Tamales, tamales, tamales. Down pat tamales are without question my favorite food. Like any kind of tamale. They actually had them for lunch today. <laughs> Love them. And barbecue. Yes. Tamales, for sure. And what's yours, though, Chris? Pizza. Ah, what kind, wait a minute. What kind of pizza? That's got to be very specific. What kind? Pepperoni. Nice. Good. Do you like like the giant pepperonis or like the little guys? Either one. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about right there. I like you a lot, Christopher. You come out here, just tell me. I'll get you. I'll get you any kind of pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Not picky, is he? Sounds good. Bye, thanks. Good. Thanks, Christopher. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Yeah, he definitely loves that. You know, and he, we, ninety-five percent of the shows he's been on. Yes, oh, he that's has. so he awesome! Yeah, and it's really cool because he got to talk to Randy Travis. He did. Oh, that's so awesome! <laughs> now, now, Grant, when you get Randy through, Travis back, can I? Can you? Can you call me so I can talk to Randy Travis? <laughs> <laughs> now, Grant, it was mostly through his wife because I mean, he was on. But as you know, he yeah. had a stroke back in 2013, so he still yeah. can't speak. Yeah. But he's but he is he definitely knows what's going on and all that. So she would speak yeah. for him. But but when and he, he asked his question, when when little Chris asked his question though, he tried everything to actually answer it. I was like, oh, so look at this. He's <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Really great guy though. I mean, wish we could have got him. Wish he wouldn't have had the stroke. That was you know. You know, because who knows how yeah. big he'd be right now, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It was huge. <laughs> so what mm-hmm. would you say is one of the most embarrassing moments you've had in acting? Um, all right. This one's, a, this one's a for sure embarrassing. So I had <laughs> – um, I have a couple of friends of mine who are showrunners. They've, they've done a bunch of shows, and they almost always hire me. They always hire me, actually. And so they hired me, and this actually is, is like, embarrassing slash terrifying. They, they hired me and um, went on, and I just played a cop. I used to have a mustache and I have a beard. But I, I went on as a cop, and um, they had um, – they I, the way we did it, you know, they shot all the, the – I was doing it with two other two girls, and they they, they shot the girl stuff, and and then they turned around and got me, and I bet you know where I'm going to go. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I, I had to come up out of the thing. I couldn't, remember, I, I could not remember, and I felt so bad because I couldn't remember what I was supposed to say. I didn't say that much, and it, and it, then it turned into a thing. That's kind of like when you know when you like when you're like, oh gosh, I, I sorry, I, I miss I misspoke, and I think I had to say something funny, like I had to say yeah. it was a wording that was kind of funny. And so I just, and then I had to do it again. I kept doing it. I kept doing it. And literally, we finally like muscled it. But, it, and I felt so embarrassed that I went home and I just hung my head. I was like, I was like, I just had an actor's nightmare for real. Like, I had an actor's nightmare for real. <laughs> and, uh, and my buddies were fine with it. They, I think they kind of thought it was funny, but I was, I was just like, oh my God. Because again, as a date, you know, I think I was a, yeah, I was a guest star on that one. So, like, 
It's like they they serious regulars are kind of doing their thing, blah blah blah. Let's get everybody their thing, and then all oh, and then all of a sudden I gotta like, we just gotta get your coverage and let's get. So we got it for the editing bay, and so I took and I actually the crew they're probably hungry, and I'm going, sorry, I'll get it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So what would you say is next for you? I have a buddy of mine and I we. Pre-pandemic, last year, we produced and we tried an experiment to just Mm -hmm. shoot something on just our phones. So we had a whole caveat. It was kind of some horror stuff. And Mm -hmm. it went awesome. It was a found footage thing. No money. Got distribution. It was amazing. Not product was, but but it was amazing. And um, um, hold on one second. Okay, I'll be there in two minutes. Um, um, I, um, I just got called to set. So anyway, I'll make this super fast. Um, they, um, they, uh, I've lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I told that there you go. There's the most embarrassing thing just now. I literally just lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So, so my buddy, my buddy Kip and I, we, we, we were developing, actually had some, some people at Warner Brothers had a little deal with Warner Brothers to kind of get it going. And then it just fizzled. It was during the Quibi thing that kind of fizzled out here. And mm-hmm. then, but that was like the new, that was me going, oh, okay. But I loved, I worked with a buddy of mine. I loved working with him, which is another whole thing where you, you get to know who you want to work with. So mm-hmm. I got to work with a buddy of mine and it was a small crew. It was really easy and we made money. And I was like, oh, we can keep yeah. doing this. So the next yeah. thing really is I have a few things. I don't like to sit and write, but I have writing partners that, that love it. Mm-hmm. Is I got like buddy ideas that uh, and comedies that I, I think would do really, really well. So um, for right now, I'm just so stoked to be here on this set. I hope they, I hope they go for a little while and, um, you know, who knows. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get it. But that's, that's, you know, really kind of the next, the next, uh, the next thing. Since you gotta go, I would do would do no, one no, last no, I question. No, no, They actually just they they oh. just said never mind. So now they oh, okay. they, they realized who I was talking. They realized who I was talking to. I think your son yeah, just called. Was like no, 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 no. He needs to finish what he's doing. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Yeah, he, he's little Chris has already got clout. That's great. Yeah. By the way, when little Chris comes out here, just make sure he remembers. So he can be the producer that hires me. <laughs> <laughs> so this past February made the five-year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guest that same question because the answer she gave us five years ago is to the T of what she's living now. And as you know, Kelsey's one of the top country artists of the of the day now. Um <clears throat> So knowing that, knowing that she knew where she was going, she made it happen. Where do you want to be in five years? Very simple. It is exactly it, – it is, it is um, playing in, in, in this I, – I love doing studio comedy stuff. I love it. It's, 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 it's the best yeah. gift. So either single cam or multi-cam. And I love 
I love getting over the thir- so 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 just serious regular stuff on this stuff is is 100% where I want if in 5 years you were like you know the first show lasted 3 or 4 years and then you got another few like I am yeah. I am ecstatic to be because that is um yeah. let me say 5 years would some would be 10 then if you said 10 years it'd be a little different yeah. because then I want you know, I, I want the television stuff to kind of go. I've always liked the feature film, but I just think with a kid, yeah. it's always hard. <laughs> so, so let's but go no, there. That's let's, really let's what I say, want, you know. Let's go there. Let's say 10, 15 years down the road, you're that big star. You, you know, whatever – you're that successful star. Whatever that looks like, you are there. Um, if the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind him? Well, don't take the losses as hard. Continue on the track that you've always been on and trust the instincts out of the game. I'm okay if I have to go out of the game, but I'm saying those are the things. like yeah. the, the, the not getting, the, the, mm-hmm. the pilots not going, the series getting canceled. We always are thinking blah, 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 but, but, but – there comes down to like you you love it. It's just a reason you were put on the planet is to do what you do and to also. I always say I think one of my either social media pages says I want to tell the stories that don't. I want to tell the stories that don't get told enough. So I'm oh, wow. fascinated, and those are the stories I want to tell. So if I had all the money in the world and I'm, and I'm there, I'm I'm producing those. I'm producing and and. Not even starring. I'm just producing, getting those stories told. Whether it's through the TV medium or movie, it doesn't matter to me. I just want those stories to be told. That's really what I like, you know. I love that, and you know, that's like um, with my wife and I. We, I went through 19 years of addictions until almost 13 years ago, been sober. But the first five years of our marriage was really hectic on my wife because of the addictions. But you know, she loved me through them, and you know, we. I don't think I'd be here today. If she didn't do that, no. After, you know, so what has your wife done that shows you that wow, she supports what I'm doing? Well, because I know there's many. I'm I know blushing. you could say a thousand I, things, but you know, just something that. Pops well, in your I can, head. I can, but I'm blushing because of what you just shared. So, <laughs> um, because I'm in the same boat. So uh-huh. and my wife was the person that helped me the most. So that, wow. in a sense, without question, has mm. transformed, you know, I've, I've been that way for about 10 plus years. And she oh, was wow. the person that, that, that I reached out to when, when and, and that in itself has been the biggest caveat because we have a dialogue on how to kind of get through certain things. Mm-hmm. And man, I don't know where I'd be without that dialogue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's open... <laughs> And um, it's it's it changes everything. It's a game for me. It's a game changer. That's that's why that's why that's why the um, for me the money, success, any of all that is really secondary because yeah. there's a different thing going on. You know what I mean? I know you know what I mean. <laughs> I know you get. It. Yeah, um, and that's why we you know that's why we did the Chris and Sandy show because again it's again and again as our daughter gets a little older. Sandy will be able to be a part of these a little bit more than she is now, but it's still the Chris and Sandy show. It's, and it, we, I couldn't do what I do if I if I didn't have her again because you know 
when she came into my life, I was, you know, just everything was going pretty good. And then my my mom passed away six months after um, we married, and then I went way downhill really quick. And then mm. and then it was just bad on her because again, I went to drugs, alcohol, and all that. And but you know, mm. she never nagged me. She never put me down. She loved me through them. And it's been such an amazing adventure for us because we just crossed 18 years of marriage. And to think most women would have left. And we sit there and we pinch ourselves because we're getting – her passion has always been music and, and TV and film and all that. My passion has always been speaking. So we found a way to, where we can combine both our passions under one umbrella and just get to enjoy this. That's amazing. That's really incredible. That's great. So we really, you know, so it's been great. And it's great that, that it sounds like you've got the same type of marriage. I love hearing that. Now as we get yeah, to close. Great. Yeah. yeah. Anything you want to add about marriage? No, well, I was just going to say, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, look, I didn't think I'd ever be married. <laughs> First of all, I didn't, think ever, I didn't think anyone would ever want me. Uh, and then I also just didn't think, you know, like I said, I was a career oriented guy. So I didn't think it was your family thing for me. So I, I'm like, yeah, I'm there's a down. lot of, there's a, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of uh, outside things that I don't have control over that I just, the more I get in gratitude about it, and my wife is 100% uh, the caveat to that because mm-hmm. we, we, we see how we get to raise a, a kid uh, with a couple mm-hmm. of people that are, are like that and, and really try to lead <laughs> by example. And, I mean, gosh, that's um, – yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not hard because it's all you know. I'm I'm living, breathing. It's things happen, circumstances happen. It's hard, but but I have another way to kind of address it now, which is yeah. where I used to address it differently, a lot differently, right? And it's and um, but it's yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's amazing, but yeah, love that, love love that. So as we come to a close here, um, what advice would you give the next artist that's or actor that's trying to make it and all that? You know, let's say that they've they've went to they've got maybe a few commercial gigs and stuff. So they've done a little bit of acting, but they're still getting their feet wet there, but they feel like this is what they're supposed to do. What advice would you give mm-hmm. that person? It's what everyone told me and I couldn't do it. And in this day and age, there's really no excuse. And I mean that with all love because it's mm. really hard. You ha- I believe, I believe, I believe you have to burst off, hone whatever craft you do whether you do whatever you do or bring and it can be anything right sam rockwell does comedy and uh, uh, anything seriously he does it all beautifully if, that, <laughs> if you're sam rockwell do that but if you're if you're someone who just wants to do comedy or whatever if that's what it is so figure out that home mm-hmm. and then do your own shoot your own stuff and don't ever stop because i believe in this day and age that mm-hmm. the more you do that, the, the, if your voice, if, if you've honed your voice and you know mm-hmm. what it is you want to say, you know what stories you want to tell, you know what characters you want to explore, and you put it in and you, and you, and you put it, uh, you know, you get together with a few people, find your, find your small tribe. You don't have to be big. I mean two, three people. <laughs> and if you just shoot, 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 just continue to do mm-hmm. that. I, it always seemed hard for me because, you know, I'm old enough to know like it was always a little harder to get all that all that equipment and stuff. But nowadays, yeah. 
you literally can do it on a phone or you can do it on yep. a thing. They've made it so easy. And there's really, you know, if you've got the time, just do it. It just takes a little more. I think it's some people get a little scared about that, but to me, like, I wish I had done that more. I still wish I do that more because <laughs> all I, but, but I mean, I'm an actor who just wants people to call and pay me to come act. Like I don't want to have to, do the other, but, but at times there's something so gratifying. And, and that's what, if your voice is, if you're telling the stories that need to be heard, they mm-hmm. and they're done in, in whatever unique way that you're going to bring it, they are they they will be watched and seen. And if your goal is to try to sell those or your whatever your goal is, but but you'll you just keep doing it. So you're gonna get you're mm-hmm. gonna get better on all fronts. That's what I would do without question. I mean, there's a million other things you could do, but I just think yeah. if I were to do it all over again, I would do that and and just you know. And surround yourself yeah. with the community. I mean, there's all sorts of other things, but really, the core—that's that's that's what I would do more than ever. I definitely love that. And I remember when we first um, starting the show, I asked one of my Nashville friends for some advice on starting the show, and I'll, I'll never forget what he said. He says, "I'll only give you one piece of advice." And I'm thinking to myself, "Why one piece?" You know, right? You know, he says, <laughs> "Whatever you do, be and stay authentic." He says you could tell every yep. Bobby Bones joke, every Ty Bentley joke, and he said you might even be good at it. He says, but the day's going to come when authentic Chris comes out, and when that day comes, you'll lose every bit of your audience. So, if, so your show may grow slower by being your authentic self, but you'll gain the right audience. Mm-hmm. And I'll always remember I, that, I, I, and that's I, why we do this show the way we do, you know. I think we're different than everybody else out there. I really do. And then we're a husband and wife team with kids. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're great. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think it's great. Your setup is fantastic. You know, I think. Oh, we, we definitely appreciate that. Any final parting words? No, just good luck. I, I, I hope and pray that you, you know, I hope this goes really, really well for you, that you and your family stay safe and, and that, and that this, I, I have no, well, I don't even really have any doubt. I mean, if you keep doing what you're doing, as far as this is concerned, as far as I'm concerned, I am really grateful that you reached out, you know, anytime I get to talk about myself, you know, that's always a nice <laughs> thing. <laughs> Where, but I mean, but in all seriousness, I, I really appreciate it. And I think you, you got it, like, in my opinion. And I just think, you know, it's really nice. It's really nice to hear people that, uh, that kind of, I don't know, do their thing well. <laughs> And uh, with a sense of ease uh, and purpose, and I think that's. Uh, and it's so funny because I got, got bronchitis right now. I'm trying to breathe and breathe oh, here. No and way! <laughs> oh my gosh. Get healthy. So, Get healthy. As you know, when you're doing your thing, you can be sick or not. You, sometimes you just the show must go on. <laughs> the show must go on. So true. So true. <laughs> you know, we really enjoyed having you on today, and we definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Thank you so much. Yes, please do. And, and I cannot wait to, to – I'm going to find your stuff, and I can't wait to, to hear it. It's great. I'm so, so happy and really appreciative that you guys uh, took the time out and reached out. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate you coming on, and we definitely look forward to seeing your success further down the road. Thank you so much. Have a, have a wonderful holiday season, and thanks again for calling. I really appreciate right. it. Okay, you too. <laughs> Bye. Take care.